Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Matthew chapter 7, starting at verse 21, you will find these words. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? And done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Today I just want to talk with you from the thought, why good people go to hell. Why good people go to hell. The Gospel of Matthew was written to portray Jesus as king. Not just any king, but the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Uh, This king, amen, and this Lord had a brief conversation with Pontius Pilate. And Pilate said, are you a king? And Jesus said, rightly you have said, I am a king. But this world is not my kingdom, but my kingdom is from another realm. So the the impetus here is that Jesus is the king of a kingdom that's not like this world. And uh, this particular text that I read in your hearing comes from a bigger body of work called the Sermon on the Mount. It consists of chapters 5, chapter 6, and chapter 7. It, it is, it is, if you will, the magnum opus sermon of Jesus Christ. It is textbook style preaching. But more than that, it is a revelation of the kingdom of God and how it operates. What we find when we read the Sermon on the Mount is we find that the kingdom of God is 180 degrees opposite of the kingdom of this world. The kingdom of God does not operate in any way, shape, form, or fashion like this world does. Amen. 
So in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus Christ gives instructions to those who are listening, amen, of what it means to be a kingdom citizen. And it is interesting that at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, which ends in the 29th verse, amen, of chapter 7, we find in verses 28 and 29 how the people responded. It says, and so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Now, they were astonished because these teachings were so different than what they had been hearing from their religious leaders of the time, the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sadducees. It was a different kind of teaching, and not only was it a different kind of a teaching, it had authority that came with it. And it had authority because he is the authority. As we studied in our Sunday school lesson today, he is the only potentate. He is the absolute power. He is sovereign over all things. There is nothing done that does not have to first pass through the hands of him. So we see the king says, there are some peculiar things that go on in this world that will fool folks into believing that they're all right and they're on their way to heaven anyhow. But the reality is that they're on their way to hell. When we look at the standards by which are set within this world, good versus bad, amen, there are some upstanding citizens, amen, who have not robbed folk by gunpoint, who have not embezzled funds out of uh, uh, Charles Schwab or out of Edward Jones or have not embezzled out of the great Fortune 500 companies like IBM. Amen. They have not done various things like serial killing. Amen. They've been upstanding citizens in the community. They've given to charity. Amen. They have been there to help old ladies across the street in a busy intersection. Amen. They have been there to stand up for the moral rights. But we find in this peculiar text that being good may not be good enough. We find out that 99 and a half just won't do. Look at the text. In the text, Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. The first thing he establishes is that your vocabulary does not necessarily necessitate your destiny in the kingdom of God. Just because you say, blessed be the Lord and I'm highly favored and I'm too blessed to be depressed, does not mean you're going to heaven. Just because you can quote some scriptures, amen, you can talk about different things of the Bible, you can may say that God demonstrated his love toward us, that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. We might be able to even talk about the golden rule, which is also here in the seventh chapter, do unto others as you would have them do unto 
to you. Amen. Quoting scriptures and, and, and saying trite sayings and, and, and coined phrases is not enough to be part of the kingdom of God. Jesus makes that clear. Some of them that say, Lord, Lord, they're not entering the kingdom of God. Their words are saying some things, but their heart is far from him. Look at the text. He says, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Uh, There are folks who have a sad faith, but that's not a real faith. That's why James says that he says, uh, faith without works is dead. You say I have faith and I show you no works, but I show you faith with my works. James is saying, now, if you say that you are on the Lord's side, you say that you are trusting in the Lord and that he's your savior and he's your Lord, but there's no works that go with it, then your faith is dead. You might as well go back to the fork in the road where you started and make sure you took the right path. Because the reality is, and, and Jesus says that in this very Sermon on the Mount, That there is a road that's wide and then there's a road that's narrow. But the road that is wide is going onto the path of destruction. And the road that is narrow goes onto eternal life. But folks only find it every now and then. You know why I believe that they only find it every now and then? It's because the sign over that road, Reverend Stevens, doesn't say hell. It says heaven. See, that broad road has a sign over it that says heaven too. That's why folks are so fooled because they think this is the right road because the enemy has set up a sign that is as false and that it says this is the road to heaven when it's really the road to hell. But then there's this other road that ain't easy to find. It's narrow. It might even have a little gate that, that makes it hard to see that it only comes one way. It doesn't come by prayer and meditation. Amen. It comes by putting your faith in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. We were talking about in our Sunday school today that Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. See, that's a narrow road right there. You can't get there by Confucius. You can't get there by Buddha. You can't get there by strange doctrines, amen, and abhorrent religions. It comes through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. See, the Father's not playing about this, y'all. He did not send his only begotten son to die for the sins of the world so we can figure out any kind of way to get to heaven the way we think is best. No, no, no. He gave his only son. So that everyone that gets into heaven will get into heaven through his son. Won't come by anything strange and around that, but it comes through him alone. It's an exclusive path. Amen. And it has to come through him. So, so, so there are some who, who, who have this profession, amen, and they got these good words, but their works doesn't follow it. 
They talk about the good things of the word of God, about helping the poor and helping the sick and doing this thing. But then in their daily lives, that's the last thing that's on their minds. Jesus is saying, I'm going to uncover all of that. That you are not doing in the dark that will not come to the light. Amen. So let's look at our text. It says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? See, this is why good folks are going to hell. This is why, because sometimes we misinterpret our gifts as our, uh, our security in salvation. But what we must and we fail to read is that in Romans chapter 11, it explained that gifts are given without repentance. See, there are going to be some gifted folk, amen, that's going to do some stuff, amen, that looks like they're all right with the Lord, but they are a gift without a relationship. See, salvation is not a religion. It's a relationship. Jesus never came for us to have another religion. They already had that when they had the law. So Jesus didn't need to come with the law could do it. Amen. He came to set up a relationship so that by his works in fulfilling the law, we might fulfill it in the relationship we have in him. See, that's the problem, and that's why good folks can end up going to hell. Because they're good folks according to the world's standards, but good folks according to world standards don't make a saved person. And that's a tricky part of this whole thing, that we can end up being around the church and and we can be in the church meetings, amen, we can be part of church ministries, but if we have no relationship with Jesus Christ, we miss the whole boat. Look at the text. What didn't we prophesy? I mean, I mean, we, we preached the word, didn't we? I mean, we didn't preach any other gospel. We preached your gospel. Didn't we? We prophesied. We, 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 we foretold the word of God. I mean, didn't we do that in your name? Didn't we say in Jesus' name, amen? What, what do you mean, Lord? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Why are you not letting us in? We said it in your name. See, see, just trite words and just uh, uh, phrases and, 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 and having uh, uh, religious talk is not enough. Well. And even if you have gotten a good grip on the theology of the word of God and is preaching that, you can still miss heaven. Because it's not about your religion, but it's about your relationship. Right. Let's look at the text a little bit further. He says, did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not fight the same folks that you were fighting? Didn't we, didn't we not go after them folk who were the enemies of 
the kingdom of God? Didn't you see us with our, our, our battalions out there working and shooting and firing and tearing down and casting out Satan's kingdom? Didn't you see that? Lord said, yeah. But even that's not enough. Wow. Even not being a good uh, 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 a person of spiritual warfare, if you will, is not enough. Wow. Because it's not religion, but it's relationship. Another reason why good folks are going to hell. Look at, look, look at the text. Uh, uh, and, and we did many wonders in your name. We, we, we did mighty acts. And we attributed it to you. I mean, isn't that enough, Jesus? I mean, we could have said in Buddha's name. We could have said in Confucius' name. We could have said in Hare Krishna's name. We could have said in some other name. We could have said in David Koresh's name. We could have said in the Mormon God's name. We could have said it in any of us, but we said it in Jesus' name. We said it in your name, Lord. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. We, we did it in your name. But Jesus makes it clear what the problem is as we continue in this text. Yeah, they did all of this stuff, but there's a big problem that they missed. Let's look at the text. Verse 23. And then, this is Jesus, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Jesus is going to declare and decree to them by his kingly authority, by his power, his, his position of potentate, that I know you. I, I see what you're saying. You know, I hear what you're talking about. All the wonders and the acts and the fighting the demons and all that in the big time words of, of, of holiness that you gave off and the preaching you did and, and the hanging around the church and being part of the ministry you did. But the problem is, I never knew you. And by uh, association and by retrospect, you didn't know me either. See, that's the problem. See, they did all of these things. They wanted to have everything that Christ had to offer, but they forgot about getting to know the Christ of the offering. See, the problem here in what's going to send good folks to hell is that they want to be good absent of a relationship with Jesus Christ. Well. This morning in our, in our Sunday school, amen, I was telling a story about a young lady, amen, who, who is near and dear to my heart that lives in California, amen, and she, she said, she said, Reverend, I, I want to hear it straight. I said, she said, I want to hear the word of God. And, and the spirit led me to the first thing to say to her is just what I have said in your hearing today. And that is, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, and that means no one, comes to the Father except by me. 
Man, darling young lady, man, she is, she is, I mean, by the world standards, my, any kind of standard I would have outside of God, great young lady. Oh my gosh. She, as a young lady, she's helped raise uh, uh, another man's children. Amen. Raise them up. Amen. It's been a good mother to her own kids. But that's not enough. That's not enough. She said, well, well, Reverend, can, 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 what about prayer and meditation? What about, can I, can, I, can I pray and can I acknowledge that there's a higher power that's greater than myself? I mean, I mean what about that? Can I just be in prayer and meditation to, to, the, to, to the supreme authority? I said, no. I said, you got to put some name with this. Amen. That Jesus, I said, the father didn't send his son in the son's name for you to disregard his name and to go with a nebulous higher power. No, 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 you don't go that way. It's by the name of Jesus that men are saved. By no other name except the name of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Man, great young lady, amen. But if she don't get this right with Jesus, she gonna go to hell. It ain't me. It's what he said. I'm just saying what the Lord said. I'm his messenger and his word is clear. The reason why these folk ain't getting in is because he never knew them. And they never knew him. And this is something that we all have to tighten up about. We all have to not rest upon our loyal laurels and believe that we're going to heaven anyhow. We need to ask some real important questions about what do we really know about Jesus? Do we really know the Jesus of the Bible or do we know a Jesus that we heard mama and grandmama and daddy and granddaddy talk about and the folks around the school or maybe around the church? Have we gotten into the word of God for ourselves and then spoke with the Lord ourselves to make sure that our relationship is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Because the last thing we want to do is spend our whole life doing the things we do or not doing the things we do around church, talking church ways, and end up at the gate and can't get in. Right. Amen. This is serious stuff. Jesus spent his time preaching this sermon called the Sermon on the Mount to make sure that we understood that the gate that goes to heaven is narrow and few can find it. This ain't for the masses to just run up any old kind of way and run in. See, that gate has heaven on it, but it's on its way to hell. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of good folks. A lot of folks doing good work in this world. Man, a lot of folks are, are do, taking missionary trips and going overseas and helping the poor and helping the sick and they're, they're building schools and they're doing a whole lot of good stuff. But they're not going to heaven because the Christ is going to say, I never knew you. You know, it's kind of like a man who was, would say that he is uh, going to marry a woman, amen. And um, uh, say, for instance, he's gone down and somehow he's gotten the marriage license. 
uh, maybe uh, he's, he's come along and he's paid for the woman's bills. Amen. He, 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 he's come along and maybe has helped her on the side of the road when she was in need. Amen. She, he might even know a few things about her. Amen. But in all of the time that he spent doing all these things, he's never sat down with her to have a conversation to get to know who she is and allow her to get to know who he is. He's done everything around that looks good and that are things that are part of a marriage duty, but never did the principal thing and built the relationship which marriage makes marriage real. Uh, contracts and, and, and actions are not enough. You've got to have that relationship. There are folks today that have contracts and that they look like they're married on the outside, but they're not married on the inside because their relationship is not there. There are some husbands and wives today that would say, we were married on paper for 20, 30 years, but I never knew him. I never knew her. I thought I did, but I never knew him. Spending 30 years or 40 years going in the church and doing ministry, but never stopping long enough to get to know Jesus and allow Jesus to get to know you, for you to have a conversation, to get to know about the deep things about one another. Jesus is saying, but you never stopped long enough that I could get to know you. You, you never came and, and, and gave me your life. You never opened up the door of your heart and let me come in. But you did all these things because your gifts were, out, were, were without repentance, but 99 and a half won't do. Amen. Without that relationship, then there is no salvation. So we come to a close on this text, realizing that good folks are going to go to hell because they don't know the master. It's not what they've done, but it's who they know. And this is something that we don't want to just look at somebody else. We want to keep an introspective on our own hearts. We want to be careful in our daily lives to say, what do I really know about Jesus? And how much do I really share with him? Do we have a conversation? Do, 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 do we walk together? Do we talk together? Do, do I really know that I'm his own? What is it about him that I know that makes me know without a doubt that I am his and he is mine? Do we have that kind of relationship or am I just doing what everybody else was doing that I think is the right thing to do? Amen. But what does my life look like during the week? How does he fit in my life? Because you can go all week long and be absent of Jesus, show up for a little hour service and then go back to doing whatever and you know no more about Jesus than you did when you came in. You know nothing about him. You know how he works, how he thinks, none of that. You need to make sure without a doubt that you know Jesus for yourself. Because it's in that relationship and knowledge is your way to heaven. Because broad is the way of destruction. And narrow is the way to eternal life. Few will find it. Amen. And, and as uh, Sister Butler comes now, amen. Amen. I open up the doors of the church. There may be somebody here today who doesn't know our Savior. Amen. We don't want to take that for granted. Uh, that you can come uh, uh, by just who you are. But if you, you're saved and you, you know you're out of fellowship, amen, in the church, amen, 
you, you, you can come by letter. Amen. You can come by Christian experience. Uh-huh. Amen. 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 But if you don't know him, you can come and be baptized. Because Jesus died for you. He gave his life for you that you might live because he died.
praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Barbara. Amen, saints of God. So, amen. We are going to prepare for our benediction. And then our friends and family from Good Samaritan will be with us at 3 o'clock. Amen. And our, our loving uh, kitchen committee, amen, has prepared a dinner for us and those from Good Samaritan who um, desire to come. Um, and so I'm going to, during our benediction, also pray for the food as well. Amen. And I told a Good Samaritan, um, if they're here by 1 o'clock, then they'd probably be in good time. Amen. So it looks like we're doing pretty good in time as well. Amen. Amen. All right, saints of God. Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear, uh, let us stand to be dismissed. Amen. Where he leads me For the New Zion Missionary Baptist Church. Thank you for all the members who thought it well to be here in the house of the Lord. And Master, in the name of Jesus, Lord, our officers and our leaders and our membership, Lord, continue to fall fresh on them, Master, with your anointing of your spirit. Lord, because we cannot do anything without you, O oh God. So, Lord, give us an infusion of your spirit, Master, that we might do the things that are pleasing unto thee. And Master, in the name of Jesus, Lord, once again, for those in our families that are sick and shut in, Master Sister Bernie and Sister Tanisha, Brother Larry, Master, and all of those on our list, Master, put your arms around them, Master. Lord, hold them in the palm of your hand. Because if there's going to be healing, it's going to be in your name. Lord, give wisdom to the doctors. Lord, keep them straight, Master. Go before their hands and keep them steady as well, O oh God. And Master, as we prepare for our dinner on today and our service later on this afternoon, Master, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would bless the food that we're about to receive. Lord, make it adequate for the temple of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, let it be nourishment for the strengthening of our bodies so that we might come back this afternoon and continue to praise and lift up our hands in praise unto you, O God. Lord, bless Good Samaritan as they come. Lord, bless their pastor. Lord, with a great word that would encourage us that we could go on a little bit longer. Lord, thank you for just everything that you're doing here. Lord, and we're looking and leading 
and looking to depend upon your leading in all things. And Master, we love you so much. And Lord, bless our offerings as well, Master. Lord, continue to expand and, and multiply 10, 100, and 1,000 fold. These things we ask in the blessed name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And all the saints of God sang together. Amen. Please be seated and over the ushers. Amen. Hello, Wisdom from the Word of God listening family. I want to once again thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you would be so kind, on whatever platform you listen to Wisdom from the Word of God, I ask that you give it a review. And when you give it a review, also give some specifics as it relates to why you enjoy this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whether it's Stitcher Radio or iHeartRadio, whether it's Spotify or Anchor FM, whether it's Player FM, whether it's CastBox or Breaker, or any of the many platforms where you can hear this podcast. It would help us so much so that more can discover this podcast through seeing your comments and reviews and ratings, and hopefully this will give us more visibility and more distribution to reach more with the message of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am so thankful that you have taken out the time to listen to this podcast and for your continued support, I will be forever grateful. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.